And I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. Very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And coming up in just a little bit, we've got uh, stories about a haunted insane asylum in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk to the woman who took that crazy ghost photo that we just posted online. That we can't stop talking about. It's fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places. Because we can't decide what it looks like. First, I thought it was a woman. Right. Then I thought it was kind of this grim reaper, reaper thing. Because it does look like there's a close yeah situation happening right a black it's, cloak thing it's either a cloak or hair but it's so great because it's just standing there yes. you got these guys and they're looking at their like ghost hunting equipment uh-huh. like Rrr. and then there's this the creeper in the background that's like i'm about to take you home to hell with me <laughs> yes <laughs> that's exactly what it's like yeah um, and while you're looking at that get yourself on hauntedaf.com because we've got t-shirts that are for sale that you can be a part of our team here yeah. and then we've also got those awesome ventaglio collaboration jewelry pendants is it a pendant they're necklace yeah, a little yeah. necklace has got our protection charms on it. They're super pretty. You need to get one, hauntedaf.com. And Rebecca's brand new t-shirt. Oh, yeah. So I was in New Orleans this weekend. Yes, tell me all about it. It's the most haunted place on earth. <laughs> so I don't have any ghost stories. Aww. Uh, I tried to get some, and I and actually, nothing? no, I've got some audio on okay. my phone, but it's mostly just people screaming over like a sea of voices going, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> That's because it's New Orleans, Yeah, and we're getting close to Mardi Gras. We ended up though at this place called the Columns Inn, I think. That's right there on St. Charles. And it is beautiful. This wonderful old, used to be a home. Now it's this great hotel. I'm interviewing everybody. Of course. Asking for ghost stories. And they kept saying, you need to talk to Carbon. He's a security guard here. So I start looking for this guy. I'm drunk, okay? Uh I'm being an idiot. And I end up like creeping all over this hotel. that's amazing. So I end up in this one corner and I'm like, this is weird. It's like I'm in someone's room but I didn't go into any doors. So there's like sofas and suitcases and everything. What? And I'm just standing there looking around like, how that? And then I hear these people coming in. So I jump over behind a closet door <laughs> thinking that they're just going to like go off into their rooms uh-huh. and then I can sneak out. And they're all <laughs> stupid drunk too. And they sit down on the sofa and start hanging out. And I realize, oh my God, I'm hiding in this guy's room or yeah. something. Did you pop up from behind the sofa? I ran out. Oh the- my God. I literally just ran across the room to get out to where the stairwell was. And they all went, whoa. And one of them said, how long has she been standing there? Remember that time that crazy lady was in her hotel room? I can't wait. I hope that's like a Reddit thread at some point. (laughs) So I got back downstairs to my friends. They're like, where have you been? And I'm like, you're not going to believe this was the dumbest thing. So uh, whenever... When I get a little bit more time, I'm going to go through that audio, but it's literally like obnoxious trying to listen to it because it's just oh. people screaming into my phone. Let's go ahead and get into the stories. Uh, right. We've got one. This is from Brian. Hey, guys. My name is Brian. Love your guys' podcast. So this story took place a while ago, um, 35 
I was probably, I was 19. On Halloween, uh, some of my friends were like, hey, do you want to go out to this old insane asylum? I'm like, sure, why not? It's abandoned. So we go out there thinking nothing's going to happen. We're just going because it's Halloween. And we get there. You know, I was a punk kid, had a can of red spray paint. All windows are busted out. Everything's locked. So we get out. We're walking around. Nothing's really happening. So I decide... I'm going to go all horror, and I write, I will eat your heart in red paint on the brick wall. After that, we're walking, and we get to the courtyard. And then this courtyard is basically a square with, like, the corner cut off, so you can walk into it, and then you're surrounded by walls, grass, there's a dead tree, and all the windows from the rooms. Well, we found a ladder. My friends decided they were going to go down and the window was broken so you could actually get into the asylum. So I stayed out to hold the ladder and while I'm there, I've got my flashlight and there's no wind, no nothing. And I can start hearing footsteps walking through the grass. And this is October out here in Oregon. So everything's dead, crisp. And so I hear it. I turn my flashlight on. It stops. There's nothing else there. Turn my flashlight back off. And then I hear footsteps and they're coming to the left of me this time before they were in front of me. And I just, I listen for a little bit longer, a little bit longer. And I turn my flashlight back on, they stop. And at this point I'm walking through looking for, you know, raccoons, possums, any creature of the night that's just wandering around that could be making these footsteps and nothing. So I hear my buddies saying, come hold the ladder. So I come back and as I'm holding the ladder, I can hear footsteps coming from behind me and it gets cold. I mean, it's already cold out and I could notice the temperature. It was maybe 45 degrees, maybe less that night. And I could feel the temperature change get colder. The funny thing is they didn't have anything happen on the inside when they were there. They just found old beds, mattresses, typical stuff you'd find in an old abandoned hospital. Well, turns out Damish which is the name of the asylum, now is torn down. And they have actually built homes on the old foundation. So I'm sure that plenty of people out there are having crazy experiences, but that's my first ghost story that I've got for you guys. I love the podcast. I even have a Bigfoot story, I think, but I know you guys like Bigfoot too. So keep up the good work. Love listening. I'm actually playing catch up now. I'm still on season one, so I've got a couple more to go, but thanks for having an awesome podcast, guys. Oh, thank you, Brian. Okay, so when he first said he's from Oregon and he hears footsteps out in the grass, I'm thinking, ghost Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Mind blown. I'm like, yes. Never gone with ghost Bigfoot before. but that's what I was thinking at first. (laughs) So this damaged asylum, I was fascinated with the story. I can't believe they built houses. Okay, that's the first thing. If you live in the subdivision that's where damaged used to be, if you know any ghost stories, if you've heard anything about that, please let us know. So I looked this thing up and there is an artist, she's a photographer and her name is Smith Elliott. Uh-huh. And so she actually went to Damage before it was torn down and she took all of these photos. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And these so amazing. And you can find these at hauntedaf.com. We'll put them on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, or the link to it. So you can go and look at all of these pictures because they're beautiful. They are gorgeous. And there's even one because he describes the courtyard where you walk into it and uh-huh. there's a place where you can see that but she spent a lot of time not just walking around this place and taking photos but she was interviewing
interviewing the people who used to work there. Yeah. And one guy in particular, one of the construction guys would talk about how he just heard things all the time mm-hmm. and could never explain what he was hearing. But one of the things that she found while she was there is there was a big chunk taken out of the wall where like an AC unit or something had okay. been. And she found in there these little handmade fans. So you remember when you were a kid and you would fold up a piece of paper like yeah. an accordion uh-huh. and use it as a fan? Yes. One of the people who lived in the asylum had made all these little fans and written scripture on them. Oh my them. gosh. So she has photos on that website of these little fans and then he was hiding them. He um, would hand them out to the other people in the asylum. Yeah. She and did then, get a little information okay. on him. Um, but he would also kind of hide them in little cracks in the walls. Oh my gosh. So I'm just this whole damaged thing which I had never heard of it is so no. beautiful and the fact that it's just gone now. Like I it's know. not even there anymore. Oh, that makes me kind of sad. Doesn't it? I don't like it when old things get torn down because that's like a part of our history and people are all about let's tear it down and build something new on there. I know. It's like we've discussed like what happens to the ghost that's walking in the right? hallway. It's like stuck there. They just get stuck in somebody's house now. And just the fact that there's this rich piece of beautiful history yeah. that's gone. Now, oh, and these pictures are amazing. I mean, I'm saying that it's it's an asylum. No telling what kind of awful, awful things, things happen. happen. I know. But it does make for some beautiful photos. It does. Thanks, Brian. That was awesome. And guys, you know what? Be like Brian. Be like Brian. Email us. Send us a voice memo. Hauntedafpodcast.gmail.com. It's so easy. And that audio was fantastic. It was so good. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, you know who needs to talk to us? Freaking (laughs) Chris Jericho. Okay, we need to discuss the Chris Jericho situation. So back in... Last year? Yeah. Last year? (laughs) Was it September? Before It was October. Before October. Before October. Yeah, so September then. That Chris Jericho, the Chris Jericho. The the, wrestler, yes. The wrestler from Dancing with the Stars. Loves haunted house stories and gave us a shout out on Twitter and then said he wanted either us to be on his podcast or him to be on our podcast. <laughs> what are we doing? Podcast? It's por- podcast is now on our podcast, and then he just sort of vanished like a ghost. So he ghosted we, us. He literally, he Chris literally Jericho, ghosted us. ghosted us. So he's very busy. Of you know, we, I get it. He's I get touring it. with his band. Yes. He's doing wrestling. He's yes. professional. He's running the whole that whole new wrestling thing. Right. It started off as DMs on Twitter. Yes. Then we got his. He sent us his email address. Mm. Then he sent us his cell phone number. Right. So we're texting him on his yes. cell phone. But I'm at a point. I'm like, I don't think it's really Chris Jericho You think anymore. it's maybe an assistant? Yeah. And I, I went even back and looked at Twitter to make sure it was like his actual Twitter account. Yeah. And he does still follow us. Yeah. The whole reason we're telling you this is just to let you know we have not given up on the Chris Jericho no. thing because we made a big ass deal out right. of it. Because he's a big deal. He is a big deal. And we were so excited. And the last thing we heard from him last week, he was like, cool, check with me in a week or two, which is what he has said <laughs> over and over again. Stop so, ghosting us, Chris Jericho. So hopefully one of these days that's uh, going to work out. But You're not scary. We're scary. You've never met two women from Texas ready to pounce on you. Is that scary, though? No. He's it's pretty cute. probably hot. Yeah. Um, okay, so we did get a story from Edith, though. She says, hi, I started listening to your podcast, which rules, by the way. Yay. It was inspired to send my own ghost story. This happened when I was 14 years old. My older sister and I shared a room, and we slept in the same bed. During this time, my sister was seeing someone and would occasionally stay over at his house. One night when she was out with him, I crawled under the covers and went to sleep. I woke up in the middle of the night and noticed that 
that my bottom half was not covered by the blanket. I also saw legs next to mine. What? I noticed a silhouette lying next to me and assumed it was my sister. I asked her to move because her legs were a little too close to me and the legs moved to the other side. I covered up and went back to sleep. And when I woke up in the morning, I noticed that my sister was not there and that her side of the bed looked untouched. I texted and asked where she had gone, but she said that she had stayed at her boyfriend's house and had not been home all night long. So I freak out, of course, and I decided I'm going to stay at my friend's house for a couple of days. Well, the next morning after that, my sister calls crying saying that she woke up to something pushing on her chest. She says she could move her arms and legs, but she couldn't get up because of this force on her chest that was pushing her down. She screamed for my mom who rushed into the room and then the pressure went away. Side note, my sister never had sleep paralysis before or after this. What? She says she was also able to speak and move, which are two things that people who suffer Mm -hmm. from sleep paralysis typically, typically, uh, typically, (laughs) you caught it, typically can't. So my parents blessed our room with a prayer and hung up across and we haven't had any problems since. Wow. Wow. Woo. Wow. So let's see if we can get Trey on the phone. This is Trey. Hey, Trey. It's Julie and Rebecca from Haunted AF. How are you? Hey, good, Julie. How are you? I am good. So I heard about Trey, and I love getting stories this way. Mm-hmm. My friend Amy texted and was like, okay, so I was sitting around with friends telling ghost stories. I'm love like, it. that's the best thing yep. ever. And she said, so you have to talk to Trey because he has a really, really good story. So Trey, give up the goods. It really is kind of an interesting story and crosses generations. But I grew up in a small town in East Texas called Sulphur Spring. And my grandparents lived in an old Victorian house built in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Huge grand center hallway, oak staircase. It sounds wonderful. Really yeah. cool. Really cool. cool old house. And so growing up, my sister and I, I have a sister who's three years older. And so growing up, obviously, we spent a ton of time at my grandparents' house, right? So right. in 1985, my dad bought it from his parents, remodeled it, and made it a little bit more modern just from a convenience perspective, mm-hmm. right? Sure, so, yeah. Um, fast forward from 1985 to 1998, and we are in Austin. My my sister's graduating from law school. I'm graduating from undergrad. My parents are in town. We're sitting around the dinner table kind of having a great congratulatory weekend. And we start telling ghost stories, right? We start telling the story of my sister and I had had a conversation in the past that we had seen a ghost in our house when we were younger. And my dad, who grew up in that house, just didn't believe us. He's like, you guys are crazy. You're full of it. If that's the case, what did it look like? And my sister starts to explain. And she's like, you know, I saw an apparition. It was a lady in a wedding gown Mm -hmm. upstairs walking down the hallway. I kind of start telling my side. I'm like, I was in the sunroom on the front of the house. I was looking down the long center hallway and saw the same thing, right? She actually walked out of a wall, um, stopped and kneeled on a pine bench looking at our stained glass window we put in and then got down and walked across the hall and disappeared into my sister's bathroom. Same thing, apparition, kind of looked like a lady in a wedding dress. And my mom looks over, my dad is just pale white. She's like, what's wrong, Jim? And he's like, I've seen that ghost. <gasps> um, so he's like, well, I saw it when I was a kid and I lived there. And my sister's like, well, I saw it when grandmother lived there. And I was like, well, I saw it when I when we lived there. And we only lived there for two years. But my mom starts doing a timeline and figures out that every single one of us saw it when we were 10 years old. Ooh, really? I wonder if that really. has any significance. It must. I still get goosebumps talking about it, right? So fast forward to last year, and one of our cousins happens to now be the mayor of Sulphur Springs, but also gives walking tours of this small town in East Texas. And he's going to our old house. So when he gets there, he actually tells the story. The lady that was currently living in the house, she starts to freak out a little bit. 
And believe it or not, now there's a second ghost in the house that is downstairs and in the living room. And she's like, we believe that when we remodeled, that they disturbed somebody, made someone unhappy. And now there is a man, almost like Abraham Lincoln, and he smokes a pipe. Really? So they smell, they smell the pipe. And they've seen him in the dining room or in the living room, oh. like he's just hanging out in this huge living room. So Trey, do you have any photos of this house? Like, is there any way we I, could see these? For sure. It would be so. really cool to talk to like a Sulphur Springs historian yes. also and find out like what who, happened there, right. if something happened there. Who was the family yeah. there? Who knows? I mean, a place that beautiful, maybe they just don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it doesn't have to be something <laughs> tragic. That's a beautiful story, Trey. So everyone, multi-generations. Yes, has seen this ghost. Different families. Yes. Send us the link. We'll try to find a picture that we can share online. Yeah. I, I bet everybody will want to see this house. I will absolutely do that. I'll shoot you a link. Thank you so much for talking to us, Trey. You bet. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great week. Another thing you can find on Haunted AF's Facebook page right now mm-hmm. is Melissa Barackman, one of our new favorite people. Thank you. She sent a list of the most haunted restaurants in Texas to us. Yay, yay, yay. So go check that out, especially if you're looking for a haunted restaurant. But the only one that was in Dallas was Hop Dottie. Really? I had no idea. I had no idea either. Okay, we're going to have to go there now. Yeah, because supposedly they say there are phantom hands that will reach out and grab your feet when you're in the bathroom. Yes! (laughs) I like a grabby ghost. That's amazing. Isn't that fantastic? Yes! And they also said that the Uchi in Houston, that if you looked under the table sometimes there would be a ghost under the table like looking up at no, you that's <laughs> Yeah. Been staring at me while I'm eating. So uh, go to the <laughs> Facebook page, hauntedaf.com, and Twitter to find that list. Also, someone reached out this past week and asked, like, what is that website that you guys are always talking about if you're looking for a haunted vacation? Oh, yeah. That's hauntedrooms.com because I know everybody's trying to plan their haunted spring breaks mm-hmm. or summer vacations right now. Okay. All right. So we got this one from Erica who says she grew up in a haunted house in Connecticut. She says, well, for starters, my brother's best friend ran out of the bathroom with his pants around his ankles once because he saw a little boy in the corner. I would do that. That would make me run out of the bathroom with my pants around my ankles. She says, also, my best friend died in the summer between seventh and eighth grade from a river drowning. Oh, that is so sad. A few days later, my uncle, who had never met her, saw a girl in a yellow jumpsuit come inside and walk into my room. He even backed up to let her walk past him. And then he asked my mom if I had a friend sleeping over. And then when she said no, he described what he had seen. He even mentioned her birthmark above her lip. We showed a picture of her to him and explained that she had recently died and he completely freaked out. That's not all though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Erica. My mom feels bumps around her bed, then feels someone sitting down. She also sees her brother who was murdered in Puerto Rico two years ago and occasionally feels her bra strap being snapped. That's just rude. Don't do that. (laughs) It's a mean brother picking on you. Uh, We hear footsteps on the stairs so often that we've just gotten used to it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And there's always a weird feeling in the house, but we also feel sick. So it's as if we're being watched. We hear that all the time where they're like, yeah, you know. Oh, no big deal. Footsteps, eh, bra straps being... Pops. Yeah, it's a lot of shit for one house, that though. That is. All right, so let's see if we can get Linda on the phone. It's time to talk about this picture. Hello? Hey, Linda. Yes. Hey, it's Julia and Rebecca from Haunted AF. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? We are doing great, and we're so excited to have you on the phone because we were just sitting here discussing... <laughs> your picture. Your picture, yes. The photo that we posted just a couple days ago, and we were still debating about what we thought that ghost looked like. So, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and then the background of that story. My name is Linda Montez. I live in Belvedere, Illinois. I work for Chrysler. And as being a union in 
December of 2016, we formed the Paranormal Committee. At that time, it was the first and only in UAW history. Since then, we've had two other unions trying to get paranormal committees. That is so cool. You're a pioneer. We are the first. That is fantastic. The picture that you guys saw was taken at Randolph Asylum in Winchester, Indiana. Okay. Most of these older places were like poor houses or insane asylums because... If your husband didn't like you like 80 years ago, mm-hmm. he could just put you in the insane asylum. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. The insane asylum in prison. Yeah, they would wow. just cart yeah. your ass off. Definitely. But there was a lady that was a cook in the basement, and that was her prime quarter. She didn't like anybody else in there. So we had met with some of the paranormal group from Fort Wayne, and, I mean, that picture is so freaky to think that those two guys are standing there, mm-hmm. and whatever it is is right next to them. Do they think it's the cook that was working there or what? It could possibly be. It could be a patient. I mean, there's been so many people in and out of there. It would be hard to pick out just who it is without photos. That's right. Yeah. And we were just kind of going back and forth because when I first looked at it, Mm -hmm. I saw a woman. It looked like a woman with dark hair. And then I showed it to my daughter and she said, it looks like the Grim Reaper. And then I saw something with a hood and kind of a beard. Yeah. But then you saw like a skeletal kind of thing. If it's not a skeleton, it's like close to a skeleton. You know where like your skin's getting real thin and it's starting to like wrinkle and shrivel kind of? Like Like Skeletor kind of thing? Yeah, very much so. That's exactly what I thought. Skeletor from He-Man and She-Ra. So... (laughs) Maybe it's haunted by Skeletor. (laughs) We can only hope. So what does it look like to you? You know, it kind of looks like a shorter man with a beard and mustache. Yeah, we're seeing. I don't see the beard and the mustache. I'll I'll show you in a minute. So tell us, what are some other scary things that have happened on your investigations? We went to Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky. See, we just talked to the booze and bourbon girls about this place, and they had some great stuff happen there. The freakiest thing that happened there was we were using a grid light that green light that just puts out all these little dots. And my friend said, Linda, go down to the end of the hall. No, never go down to the end of the hall by yourself. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Of course you did. That's why we're talking to you. Mm -hmm. So they said, as I was walking down there, they could see something standing right next to me. Oh my God. That's the exact same story. That's what happened to Jen. Yes. I got down to the end of the hall and then that grid light manifested into a ball and like flew over my head. What? And at that time, they're like, Linda, Linda, did you see that? I'm like, I'm getting the F out of here right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Does that ever happen? Like I've never used a grid light. I don't know how it works. It just throws out these little dots of light all in rows. There's no way you can, yeah, there's no way you can manipulate it to do that. But we are going tonight to do a dry run to the Rockford Lithuanian Club in Rockford, Illinois. Hmm. We were upstairs in one of the banquet rooms and the lady that was talking to us said that sometimes she hears like a bottle cap go ting, ting, ting. And exactly right after that, we heard a ting, ting. <laughs> no way! So it's almost an intelligent spirit. Right. which we've never really ran into to where it would talk back to us. He's like, you want to hear ting, 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 women? <laughs> so we're doing a dry run tonight. And then on March 7th, they are holding a fundraiser and we're going to be the lead investigators on that to help them raise some money. Cool. So we're going to try to go live there. And if anybody wants to follow us, we do have a Facebook page. It is UAW1268 Paranormal Committee. Okay, and we'll share a link to that on yeah. our Facebook page and on yeah. Twitter and just 
let everybody know mm-hmm. where you guys are. And you have to keep us posted, Linda. Anytime you get some more cool photos or stories, please let us Dude, know. Dude, if something goes oh, down will. tonight, tell us. Yes, text me immediately yes. and let us know. Okay, Linda, keep in touch. Let <laughs> us know how things go at this next investigation, okay? Okay, thank you. Don't forget, you got to send us your ghost stories. Go to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Again, the well's getting a little dry. And people have been asking a little bit, like, what are we looking for mm-hmm. in stories? It's always best if you actually see something. We do get a yes. lot of emails from people who are saying, I sense something. Mm-hmm. And that's creepy. But for us, a real ghost story is something's got to happen. Yeah. So send those to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. You could write them out. Do those audio files that we Voice love. Voice memo, please. Absolutely. And tune in next week because we're going to talk to Liz Sauer. And maybe, just maybe, we'll finally get to talk to Chris Jericho. Or maybe his assistant. Maybe or his somebody. assistant will just call and point, pretend. I don't care. Yeah. Just somebody from the Chris Jericho camp. Get back to us with a ghost story. That's all in the next Haunted AF. All right, guys. Don't forget to subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever your platform is that you love listening to. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, or you can chat with us directly on our brand new website, hauntedaf.com. Got to say thanks to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. And of course, we got to thank you, the listeners. Thanks for listening. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. Aww.